Sunday Central's Form Express. Yeah, time to look at the interstate programs uh, today. Sunshine Coast have got a nine event card today. They're on a heavy nine at the moment. The rail's out uh, eight metres for the entire course. And uh, joining us to have a look at the quaddy legs today is uh, Howard Walter. Good morning, Howie. Yeah, good morning to you, Dan. Yeah, heavy nine track. Anything to expect with a rail out eight metres today? I, I suppose in a way... For some parts south of Brisbane, obviously, you'd be lucky to racing, and uh, at least the heavy nine on, is it still one of Australia's best racing surfaces? Well, look, to me, um, as far as the weather goes, Gold Coast, first of all, they banned that yesterday, they're going to run tomorrow, but getting back to your main point, it copes with a lot of rain. When the rail's out eight, nine, ten, as a rule, you're looking for horses up on the pace because they're basically on the crown of the track. But I'm always one to just, you know, watch a race or two with an open mind and see if there is any evidence. Ultimately, you, you, you just want to be on horses that are proven in the ground. Stewie Kendrick's going to join us now and go through his runners uh, today, Howie. So you might be uh, interested in, in listening in. They've all got chances. They're all well in the market. Thanks for joining us, Stu. How are you, Stu? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. You've got uh, five runners today, but they're all given chances. They're all well in the market. Yeah, they are. It's sort of, uh, we had a fair few actually in today and ended up with a few scratchings, obviously, with the, the heavy nine today. But, um, yeah, no, I think they're all in with chances. And, um, yeah, you sort of hit the nail on the head. You, you probably want to be up on speed and not too far off the rail today with it out at eight. I want to try and find that crown of the track. And I think it's going to be a bit difficult if you've got to come too wide and make ground today. Well, we'll run through your chances. The first of your runners is race three. Uh, you've got uh, Virgo Vision, who's a $5.50 shot, a, a three-year-old that's had nine starts as a maiden, but placed three. Yeah, he's been probably a little bit of a frustrating horse. I, I thought he was probably in the right race last start to win, and he, he probably just disappointed us a little bit coming off a couple of good, solid placings. So he, he probably gets his chance in this race today. It doesn't look a, an overly strong field. Um, you know, he's by Shower Hardy. He should get through the, the ground without any issue. And hopefully uh, we can sort of sneak up just behind the pace and as I said, just uh, stay on that ground of the track up the straight. And I think he's, uh, you know, he's a good each-way chance in that race today. Race four, you've got the favourite, the last start winner, Choir Boy, currently a $2.60 shot in race four. Yeah, look, I, I, I think he's going to be really hard to beat. I mean, probably the only one negative with him is the weight that he's got to carry today um, on the heavy nine. He's not an overly big horse, but the one thing he does do, he just uh, puts 100% in each time. And Michael Carroll rode him really well last start. We went to the front, and he, uh, it was on the synthetic, but um, he'll probably adopt similar tactics today. We'll roll forward, and I think if he can uh, just get into that rhythm today, um, even with the weight, he's going to take plenty of beat. Race five, honesty and loyalty. Gee, just missed last start, and it's a three dollar twenty shot and favourite in race five. Yeah, he's probably similar. I thought uh, I thought he was home last start when he shot to the front and just got run down on the line. But um, look, he should get through the wet on his breeding, and um, and probably a little bit similar. He should get a lovely run just behind the speed, and um, again, it probably looks the right sort of race for him today. Lion's Tooth um, resuming. Race uh, six, it's at $6.50. Yeah, he, he's a horse we um, we had up from uh, from down south, and he was probably a little bit disappointing in his couple of runs for us. So we gave him a really good long break, and 
Look, he's come back really well. He, we gave him a jump out the other day. Um, he finished really strongly in that. So uh, I sort of had to decide whether we gave him another trial or, or just went fresh. And um, no, he's impressed me with his work on the track this time in and I'm pretty happy with where he's at. So I think nice and fresh, he should uh, he should run well. And um, yeah, and hopefully, uh, again, a good each-way chance in this sort of field. A knock knee in a race where there's been a lot of scratchings. I think there's only about six left in her race, race seven. And she's a $6 shot. Yeah, well, she won a, uh, a trial for us by a big space on a on a really heavy track. So um, from the one gate, she should get a, a lovely run again, you know. And uh, you know, it's probably one of those races again now with all the scratching, she comes right into it. And if she puts the best foot forward, um, you know, she, she'll be right there. She's probably disappointed the last couple of runs coming off a good win first up on the poly track. So um, back on the soft track, um, barrier one, she gets all the favours today, so... Probably her chance, uh, her chance to get back in the winner's stall as well. Well, five runners, but they all look like they've got chances, which probably makes it more difficult to try and narrow it down to one or, or two. But I have to ask you, what are your best one or two? And I'd probably have to say Quiet Boy, even with the weight. I think you know he's going really well on the track. And, um, no, again, it looks a right race for honesty and loyalty, so hopefully he can break through today. Stuart, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck today. Thanks, gents. See you, bye. Stewie Kendrick there uh, with his chances, and he's got a pretty good hand, uh, Howie, at, at Sunshine Coast today. He, sure, he always has, Dan. He's got a very good strike rate on his home track and obviously gets winners elsewhere as well, but he's one of the, the first stables you look at each Sunday. Race six, we're going to have a look at the quaddy legs with you. Uh, so race six, it's a nine-event card, obviously. First leg of the quaddy. Uh, the scratchings here are two, three, five, six, seven, and uh, 10. I always feel like I'm reading out the Tatsalotto numbers when I'm going through the scratchings at Sunshine <laughs> Coast every Sunday. Um, but usually of big fields, uh, even with a lot of scratchings, uh, there's a bit of depth there. Wine, not roses. Number nine is uh, the favourite. It's at $2.60. Uh, but Peachy's Dreams, well, in commission, number eight at four sixty. I'm keen on um, number eight, Peachy's Dream, Dan, now. Interesting horse, this had 58 starts for just three wins and 15 seconds, so that'll put a lot of people off. But let's get some context. Only recently joined Mark Curry's stable, used to be uh, trained in New South Wales. Five starts for Mark Curry, two wins, three seconds. And then look at the horse's overall record on the heavy. Eight starts, two wins, four placings. And then add to that, Mark Curry is in rare form lately. He's trained 15 from his latest 50, a double last night at his home track. So when you're looking at a heavy track, I can't go past eight Peachy's Dream. I think um, she'll give back as a great sight. Kyle Wilson, Taylor aboard. Interesting to hear what Stuart Kendrick said about 14 Lions Tooth. I thought this was the uh, watch horse in the race. As first up, no public trials, but he said the horse is working well. Originally raced with um, Ellett and Zara in Victoria and placed two or three in heavy ground. And those starts for Stuart Kendrick last campaign, they're on good track. So go on, her, on his wet form. Definite um, query, number 14, Lion's Tooth. Otherwise, 15, Sundust, first up from a spell. On a heavy track maiden by about five, six lengths when with David Van Dyke. Had just one start for John Holcomb and, and then was spelled. It's a query, first up and second in a trial. And then I've got nine Wine Not Roses in for fourth. On ability, I'm going to leave the filly in the, in the mix, but I think she's much better on the poly. Definite query about her in the ground. So... I just keep coming back to eight. I think it's a nice play each way. Eight, fourteen, fifteen, nine.
I'll just check with you. Tap sites just updated now. So it is a heavy nine. Rails at eight metres and the uh, uh, Sunshine Coast Tract, it is a, a heavy nine. Uh, race seven, the scratchings, one, two, five, seven, eight, 11, 13, 14, and 15. Yes, I know what you're thinking, Howie, and I totally agree with you. It would have been easy to say the starters are 3, 4, 6, 9, 10, and 12. There's only six runners. Nikki Tricks is the favourite, number three at even money, $2. Nice horse, Nikki Tricks, four-year-old mare. First up from a spell, first up last time in. She was here, this track and distance, 14 starters, led until the last few strides. His second to Shamrock Lou. She'll give a big side here. She's had um, one start in the heavy, and that was winning. So she'll be hard to beat. And I thought the obvious danger was nine Phantom Spirit. She's had five starts from a spell, placed on four of them. Heavy track stats, five starts, a win and three placings. Um, and it's placed all three in the heavy this time. You know, I think it's the obvious danger, and probably the only danger. Next best four, Blue Kentucky Moon. Back in distance, I'll give it another chance. Get through the ground okay. And then uh, 10 knock knee, Stuart Kendrick's runner. I think that that horse is better on the poly. Um, couldn't get close on a heavy track two starts ago, so perhaps a place. But I think three and nine will be um, fighting this race out with a leaning to three, three, nine, four, ten. Race eight at Sunshine Coast. The scratchings are four, five, nine, ten, and uh, 14. And it's the one that's Right down the bottom, that is the favourite. Odds on, just a, a shade of odds on. A dollar ninety-five about number fifteen, Noble Cat. Uh, the other one that's really uh, strongly fancied is Kenny Boy, number eleven at three dollars ten. Yeah, and this is one of those racing style mates. I keep coming back to number fifteen, Noble Cat, but do I want to back it at odds on? Not at all. Most of these horses, they're all had one-one race, and most of them have had between between ten and thirty at starts. Whereas Noble Cat's just had the two. Starts four-year-old um, first on, on debut, second on a heavy ten-track, beaten half a length. Came out and won at Doomben over the sixteen sixty. The runner-up then came out and won its next start. Barry Lockwood's given the horse a trial since, finishing a close third on the heavy. So because it's got so few convictions, showing promise, Jimmy Orman to ride. I think fifteen deserves to be first pick, but very short. Won a big chance. Uh, ran on strongly late last week, beaten the nose by Jihan. Probably was in front before the line and definitely after the line. So the question is, can you make ground? Because a big chance always gets back in its races. Um, eight, hypertension. It's a wet tracker, very deep in its campaign, but the, the wet won't be a problem. And I'm putting in 13.net, which has had a month off, and it gets through the ground okay. I'm risking Kenny Boy on a wet track, Dan. I think it's um, probably going to drift because of the conditions. It's got failures in the ground. 15, 1, 8, and 13. And the last of nine at Sunshine Coast, scratch two, six, seven, eight, ten, and 13. Number 12, Sweet 16 at 290 heads the market from four hot escort at 360 and three Alconi at 440. Good race to close the day. I reckon you could make a case for at least five of these. I'm obviously, I want to say obviously, I'm coming back to number 12, Sweet 16. It's got the obvious form Line to beat here. First up third with three wide. That was on a heavy track at Doomben. And then placed third to D-Life at Doomben. D-Life uh, romped that race in. The runner-up there was Proper Rogue, which finished alongside Sweet 16. And Proper Rogue won easily at Doomben yesterday. So that's the form line you want to be with. 55 kilos, Angela Jones. But there are other chances. 
three Arconi, Edmund Stable, Ryan Maloney to ride, get through the ground good. Number five, Outback Gladiator. Again, you want to be sure they can make ground, but this horse is unbeaten on the heavy. Once was over 1,400, the other was over 2,200. He invariably runs on well first up. I don't know if he's quick enough to win, but I wouldn't leave him out. And then four, Hot Escort, placed second first up behind Manshood, which is a horse going places, so that's a solid form line. And Hot Escort's had two starts in the heavy for two wins, trained on the track. So 12, 3, 5 and 4, as I said, a good race to close the day. Okay, what about your best bets uh, today, or any plays, any pushes, any value, and naturally those quaddy numbers? Okay, the best bet, I'm going to say race two, number one, Big Sky Country. There's only five starters, three of them are on debut. This is trained by Tony Golan. He's had the two starts, and he's got a good form line from his debut behind Spiritualised, which all but beat Honeypot at Eagle Farm a couple of Saturdays ago. And then he contested a good race at Rockhampton, finishing second. So I think he's the best at the odds, um, given that he's not too short, because there's a few shorties here. Best value has to be race six, in my opinion, race six, eight, Peachy's Dream. Uh, the Quaddy start off with 8, 9, 14, 15, in the 3 and 9, in the 1, 8, 13, 15, and come home with 3, 4, 5, 12 and 15. You probably might want a few more units of 12. And the play of the day, I just thought race 6, if you took the um, race 7, the, the Cornella and Exactors, numbers 3 and 9. Thanks, Howie. Good. Ian Humphrey's thoughts for the day. His best bet is race four, number two, which is Prince Nakoni. Uh, his value bet's race seven, number six, Bella Broadway. Best bet, race four, horse two. Uh, value from Ian Humphrey's race seven, number six, for the Sapphire Coast. And the quaddy selections in the first leg, it's one, two, and six. The second leg, four, five, and eight. Third leg, one, three, five, six, seven, and eight. And the fourth leg, one, six, eight, nine, twelve, and thirteen are the thoughts from Ian Humphreys uh, today. And that's for the meeting at the Sapphire Coast. With the first event there, uh, scheduled to start at uh, 12.20. So racing on the, the dirt today in South Australia, Nadia Horn joins us to have a look at the uh, quaddy legs on the seven event program. Good morning, Nadia. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. Pens poised, as I'm sure all our listeners are, to get your thoughts on uh, on Port Augusta today. Um, the first leg of the quaddy is race four. Uh, it's a smallish field, but it looks like there's a lot of chances. There's uh, six horses at $8.50 or under on the tab fixed odds market, but number one, Melmac, heads that market at $3.40, Nadia. I have gone with number one, Melmac, but it is a challenging race with quite a few chances. Um, Melmac's drawn well um, coming up with gate two. It's probably likely to get back just a little bit off speed. Um, it's had quite a few runs back this preparation, but it did run to a very good figure um, two runs back. And even going back four starts to go, uh, when the horse raced at Port Augusta, it was a, a really good figure it ran to when it was a runner-up. Now, that's clearly good enough to win this. Uh, he's pretty much rated within you know a length, two lengths of that every time he's gone around. So he's going to figure somewhere in the finish, and he's probably the most consistent horse in the race. So I'm going with number one, Melmac. I put the four in as the Danger Magic Delta, who comes off of a good run last time out and does look well in here, three and a half over the minimum. Uh, three for third, uh, Fluffy Bunny Feed, who was able to get up and win a maiden and does look like it can go on with it. It's got natural speed. 
and then we've gone out to the seven. Uh, Spencer Golf is the fourth pick. I've gone one, four, three, seven. Fluffy Bunny Feet. Well, that's an interesting name. It's a good one. <laughs> Race five, uh, again, a smallish field, but uh, there are six horses at $8 or under. There are no scratchings. Marina, number one, um, hitting the market here at $3 from number three, Augusta Rock at three sixty. Yeah, look, I'm going with one, Marina. Um, he's been up a while, but he's racing very well. Look, he won two runs back, and then his effort last time out when he was a runner-up at this track was good when he was up to 1600 Now, they've got him back a bit in trip, and I think that really works in his favour. And he's also got the tactical speed to be handy. We've got young Lockie overall who's riding in great form at the moment. Um, he's going to be piloting and I think he just finds the top and he's clearly the one to run down. So I'm going with one Marina. Obviously three Augusta Rock goes in as the main danger. Finally put it all together with a good win last time out, but he's going to be conceding ground for Marina, so that's a little query. Still a bit rattly, I've got him for third. He's racing consistently, then out to number six, uh, Spy Colonel. I've gone one, three, two, six. Race uh, six at Port Augusta. And there are no scratchings. Captain Bridges is the popular pick here, Nadia. $2.50. It heads the market ahead of number two, Rich, at three eighty. And it's the best bet of the day, number three, Captain Bridges. Um, he's been going very well. He's had six runs at this track. He's been a winner, and he's been placed on four other occasions. He did show a bit of a tendency to just to want to run around and lay in a little bit under pressure last time out, but he still ran to a, a pretty solid rating. But I, what I really liked about him was his late closing splits. He had some of the best sectionals for the meeting. Fifth best last 600, third best last 400, and the sixth best last 200. So uh, they're pretty good stats for a race like this, and he's got that ability to settle handy from a good draw. So three Captain Bridges. I've got two Rich Dinners, the danger. Um, he will appreciate this class. He's been going around in stronger races. Uh, nine for third, Kissable Eight, who can mix its form, but is likely to find the top and might run you a bit of a a race at a price, and uh, then I've got the four as the fourth pick, uh, Torelli, but I've gone three, two, nine, four. And the last of it on the card looks uh, a tricky race as well. Uh, the scratchings are three and uh, 12. I'm not saying the previous was tricky because your best bet comes on that, so maybe it's not so tricky, but I suspect the last is 390 each of two, one festival of light, and also number two, the ladies' man. I'm going with the nine, Fiable. Now, it's resuming from a break and it gets a claim, which you'll see it getting quite well at the weights. And it looks to represent good value at around the $7-odd. And if you shop around, you might be able to get a little bit better than that if you're lucky. Um, first up from a break last prep, ran very well in Victoria. Obviously, this is having its, its first run for uh, Kylie McCurley in the area. But as we know, she's got a very good strike rate as a trainer and its first attempt on the dirt. But obviously, it's Victorian form does read well for a race like this, and um, you expect the speed to be on here, which is only going to suit it even further. So I've gone for the nine. Ten free of sin I've put in as the danger. He's been going around in stronger races and has ran to the best figures in the event, but obviously the dirt's the query. Five bad mood rising off of a last start win for third and then out to two, the ladies' van. I've gone nine, ten, five, two. Nine, five, ten, in two in the last event. So I know your best is race six, number three, Captain Bridges. Anything else you like? On uh, on today's program? Look, I thought race five, number one, Marina, uh, would be hard to beat, too. So the other two specials, five by one and six by three. And our quaddie today, we go one, three, four, six and seven, the first leg, one, two, three in the second, one out the three in the third leg, and one, two, five, nine, ten in the last. Terrific. Thanks, Nadia. Good luck today. Thanks, Dan. 
Nadia Horn looking at the program at Port Augusta. Harness Racing is at uh, Cranbourne this evening. The first of nine events there is scheduled to start at 5.14. Michael Tasleman will be calling, and he's sent through his best bets. Race one, number four, post-game, and race three, number three, which is Master Remy. And the quaddy selections, the first leg, one, four, six, seven, eight. This is for Cranbourne Harness. Second leg, two and seven. Third leg, one, five, six and seven. And the final leg of the quaddy, just take the six, one out. Michael's best bets, race one, number four, and race three, number three. On RSN Sunday Central, Talking Greyhounds. Racing. Well, she's fast. Jump nicely to the inside. Away fast. They would have been who told Shorty. But how she's fast is going to burn through on the inside and go to the back straight. It's how she's fast. The leader. The clock is starting to shake. Go to the back straight. Dusty Burfsky second. They were followed further back by who told Shorty third. Then Painter followed by Ambron Boy. Then came Kelsey Bale. Followed by He's No Souch and also Lectorado. Coming up the back straight. And well, she's fast. The leader. Three out in front. Trying hard as Dusty Burfsky on the outside. But well, she's fast is going to win the maturity in great fashion. Dusty Bursky second, third is Kelsey Baum behind them. Wow, she's fast. Wow, she's something else. Um, it's rare that you find an animal from either of the codes and they can transcend uh, to people's attention in the other codes, but clearly she does this. George Faruja, uh, first of all, um, good morning to you. It's always very exciting when you're talking about special animals and wow, she's fast is exactly that. Yeah, she is. Look, she she burst onto the scene and out running quick time. So uh, the raps on her were big right from the get-go, but they've still got to um, do it and prove it. And that's exactly what she's done, especially her last three campaigns have been unbelievable. And that was a really gutsy win yesterday. And uh, her prize money now pushes up to $1.168 million, which is incredible. But uh, she's been an absolute star and adds more group glory to this bulging CV. Yeah, it's quite extraordinary, isn't it? She's only had the 19 starts, so she hasn't been around uh, a long time, but she's pretty special. Kel Greeno um, and uh, and uh, wife Jackie trained this uh, very special animal. Kel joins us now. Uh, good morning, Kel. Thanks for your time. Congratulations again on a on another uh, marvellous achievement with this uh, mighty little girl. Yeah, good morning, Dan. Uh, yeah, look, it's uh, nice to be over and done with, to be honest. It's um, probably a relief that we actually win the race when your odds on you. It puts it a little bit more pressure on, but fortunately she got it done. Cal, congratulations. It was a good day for you, Cal. Obviously the mighty Hawk is getting the job done in, in Tassie as well, mate. Uh, does it make it all worth it to get up in those early mornings and those long drives trialling when you, when you get um, a female as good as this? Oh, I'm not sure about that, George. It's a bit harder as you get older. It's uh, <laughs> on the one to three days. It's not easy. But, but we keep going. Look, it, it probably does give you a nice incentive to do it. Incredible that, you know, she's lightly raced and you're going back 20 years or so ago and some of the races that she contested and certainly won, they didn't even exist. And that was her second Group 1 win last night, even though she's taken a number of feature races in that short career to date, Cal. Yes, Dan, um, it's, you've just got to try and pick them off as you can and, and we haven't sort of targeted uh, the lower-grade races and instead just to put her through the paces of uh, mainly just targeting these bigger races. It's very, very unusual to have Mitch with disability, so that's what we've done, and so far, so good. Cal, I know it's it's almost, again, like the footy parlance, taking it one week at a time, but 
Is a race like the Million Dollar Chase back on the radar at Wentworth Park? We probably didn't see her at her best there. Is it something that you guys are considering, or or is sort of all these feature races coming in the next, say, three to four months in Melbourne where you'll stay? Yeah, look, I haven't made any final decisions yet, George. It's, um, we just sort of cross cross the path when we sort of do it. But, yeah, look, certainly a chance to go back for the Million Dollar Chase. It's, um, you know, well, wouldn't you, it's a million dollars. But uh, if there's other races you know, that are suitable at the same time. And I, I think the final night of that was grand final night, which is not a great night for Victorians, but we'll probably have to look at that later down the track. And, Cal, tell us about the possibility um, of the match race, a potential match race with She's a Pearl. Is that, is that a, a possible goal? Is that something you'd be interested in? Absolutely, Dan. It, um, it'd probably be very good for the sport to see the two best pitchers sort of have a crack at each other and, you know, someone's going to win and then, you know, they'll probably then go again at another state. You know, look, it, it is a possibility, but there's still a lot of things to happen and apparently she's got a minor injury at the moment. The other, she's a pearl. So these things have got to all fall into line for it to happen. Wow, that would be pretty special. Absolutely. It'd be great. It'd be great for the sport and we don't, generally have too many match races so it's unusually got two bitches worth that have won more than a million dollars so this would be a great uh, clash and uh, thanks for joining us this morning Cal there was just a little bit of a delay there sorry George have I chopped you off before did you want to say anything before we let uh, Cal go no no all good just uh, yeah just to reiterate Cal's words I mean we're, we're in a stage here where we've got so many greyhounds now, well, not so many, but a lot of greyhounds tipping over that million-dollar mark these days. And, and some of the prize money on offer is just huge. And if we get to see those two girls um, race, I can tell you um, it'll be one of the highly, most highly sought-after races we've seen in a very, very long time. And I assure you, not just greyhound racing as well, it will be the, one of the most talked-about races of any code. Uh, something to behold, no doubt. Uh, so good luck uh, going forward. She's fifth on the all-time list now, 1.168 million. Uh, Fanda Bale's 1.365. You're knocking on the door uh, for that, Kel. Well done to you and Jackie, and uh, and uh, give the, the girl, well, she's fast, a, a pat for us. She's pretty special. Good on you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Kel uh, Greeno there. Oh, she's something else, uh, George. Um, you, you know, not often we had a horse like Ride High, maybe to a little degree, Lock and Varad and the Harness. Obviously, you get your black caviars and your winks and people that don't know anything about any of those sports or racing industries, um, they learn those names. And I think, wow, she's fast as right in that zone at the, the moment. And uh, a match race with She's a Pearl, personally, I think it'll be like uh, Fraser Ali. It would be huge. Yeah, it would. And, and I think Quinny from the tab, um, oh, I spoke to him on radio a few weeks ago. He said, probably the best name Greyhound ever. And I mean, to have a name like Wow, She's Fast and to win 14 of 19 and 1.168 million, as you mentioned, is incredible. She's in really good hands with the Greenos, who I think have planned her run perfectly. And it's good to hear that they've still got the million dollar chase in the back of their mind because She's a Pearl will be going for it. Wow, She's Fast will be going for it. And it will be something else uh, as well. Have those great... We can have a look at the uh, program today. The Quaddy Legs at uh, Sandown uh, today. Uh, Sandown Greyhounds uh, this afternoon. So we'll look at the uh, first thing of the Quaddy race number five, which is at 319. 
And the scratching is number five. Pierre Bale and Zipping Crusader are battling out favouritism. Number six at 290, number eight at 270. Yeah, eight, one, six, and seven are my numbers, Dan. I've gone Zipping Crusader on top. Certainly does its best racing from wide draws. Gets an opportunity today uh, to just stick clear and be hard to beat. It brings a touch of class to this race. Number one, Radical Rex. Drawn well, can show some speed. Certainly in contention in a race like this. The grain you mentioned, Pierre Bale's going for five wins on the trot. Really nice provincial form. Steps up here for the first time. And number seven, Sudoku Cobra. Another one that can show a bit of speed. If you can get around that first corner, Dan, certainly a chance. It's got good enough form. Eight to beat one, six and seven. And in the second leg, race six. Yeah, I've gone uh, number three to win Levitation. Another one for, for the Greenos. Um, obviously, if we had more time, we'd ask uh, a cal about this Greyhound. We haven't seen it since May, but it ran 29.06 at Sandown three starts ago. It's an absolute star, and I think it'll be very hard to beat three to beat one. And then behind the uh, gates at sales, so they're moving in there. So we might just run through your, your quaddy selections uh, overall, your quaddy for Sandown Park, uh, George. Absolutely. I'll go through the numbers. First leg, one, six, seven, and eight. Second leg, one and three. Third leg, one, two, six, and seven. We come home with uh, three, six, and seven. The best for me comes in race 10, number five, Revolution. Very good win last start at Sandown. I think he can do it again. Race 10, number five. Race 10, number five, the best today. Great to talk uh, Greyhound Racing with you, and it's it's pretty exciting at the moment when you've got a champion bitch uh, like her. Well, she's fast going around. Hopefully we get a chance to talk a lot more about her in the ensuing months. We will, Dan. Happy, happy punning today, mate.